BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The man who he called OG posted hundreds of pages of classified documents to impress his friends in the group. The documents were often listed as Ukraine versus Russia at first. However, it slowly spiraled into just intelligence about everything. How did that feel to know things before the rest of the world knew them? It felt like I was on top of Mount Everest. It felt like I was above everyone else to some degree and that um, I, I, would, I would be able to brag to some people that I knew stuff that they didn't. So I thought that was really interesting from a the mindset of leakers sort of thing that we've speculated about over the years. You know, sometimes you do this, these people leak stuff for money or because they're treasonous or they don't believe in policy. But sometimes you, you leak things just because it makes you feel cool and look like a big shot. And, the, and they all felt like big shots. Oh, that yeah, that's that's the electricity that runs Washington, D.C. media, honestly, is mid-level staffers at one department or another seeking to show how tied in they are and how high they've risen by leaking crap. So here's Jen Griffin on Fox with how it went toward the end when uh, the OG, the leader of this online gaming group, realized uh, the, 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 the jig was up. After news of the leak broke, the man known as OG, who we now know to be Airman Teixeira, spoke to his online group just a few days ago. I mean, we had members crying. We had people just just distraught and sad, and uh, it was almost like seeing a family member pass away. 
he seemed a bit confused as to what to do in his scenario, which was unbefitting of him. He always seemed to have the answer to everything. Yeah, he, he realized Well, he that. impressed 13-year-olds. He certainly did. Wow. Well, the fact that he even said, you know, this this could not turn out well or I might not. No, okay. You really do not realize the kind of trouble you're in. Yeah, and while indeed this young man is going to feel uh, the wrath of the law and should, the fact that a dopey man-child like himself had access to all this stuff, that's the issue. Well, so if you were watching cable news yesterday, the New York Times got to the dude's house before the feds did. And so you saw the kid there uh, sitting on the steps in his red basketball shorts and T-shirt waiting for the FBI to show up. And the news helicopters were overhead before the SWAT team got there also. And as as more helicopters showed up and SWAT teams and all these guys with guns and everything like that, I was thinking, you really need all that? What's going on? Well, John Miller on CNN uh, described yesterday what was going on. Clip 57, Michael. Why all the firepower for a simple arrest of a guy in short pants is reviews of his social media posts uh, that he's had online, pictures, and other records told them he is the owner of numerous weapons and the prospect of a suspect who was now reading his name online in the New York Times, in news alerts, being inside the house with numerous weapons was exactly the kind of situation they were looking to avoid. But they brought the equipment they needed to handle any version of it. And as it went down, uh, they took advantage of the situation of him showing up in front of the house and it all went very quietly. Just a comment on that. That's just another sign. The, the, the law enforcement personnel thought, all right, here's somebody who has committed a, a serious series of crimes. He's heavily armed. He's got to be desperate. But no, he's such a dopey man child again. He had no idea of the gravity of what he'd done or something. So no. he sat there on his back patio in his basketball shorts reading a book. Yeah, so um, you're right. You could easily expect a guy like that to be willing to go out in a hail of bullets. But he, like, doesn't even really get what's going on. So uh, if you were wondering, like I was wondering, just how high a security clearance did he have? Back to Jen Griffin on Fox. Prior to his arrest today, Teixeira held a TSSCI clearance, shorthand for top secret sensitive compartmented information, the highest level security clearance granted by the federal government. The highest level security clearance granted by the federal government goes to air reservemen of questionable intelligence? I, I don't know anything about this. I'm willing to admit that, but that sounds on its face crazy. To slap my ass and call me Sally. I don't even know what to say anymore. I, what, what, what kind of clown show are we running here? So not just he had some security clearance. He had the highest level granted by the federal government. What? Because of his job in the Air National Guard intelligence wing. Uh, what? And with, well, he's got a high school education, and he is 21, so go ahead. And he, he obviously is of questionable intelligence. Um, here's John Miller back on CNN explaining what sort of stuff this kid had access to. Mm-hmm. He's not a pilot flying the drones, mm-hmm. although as a gamer, he probably was at home. At work, his job was 
really network engineering, which is making sure that that network that's taking in those pictures and that audio and that cyber data that they're stealing out of the airwaves is all working and connecting, which of course he's trained for, but to be good at it, he needs to have wide access through the system because if something is going wrong here or there, then it's a question of, okay, where's the audit system to see why is he downloading this? Why is he printing that? And a lot of that is how they got to him, which is when was he working? What classified printer was it sent to? Our nation's intelligence capabilities are under the management of a, a young fellow like that. I'm just surprised by that. By the way, this happened right at the end of the show when we were on yesterday. Joe Biden was asked about the leak. It's the only thing, comment he's made in Ireland about anything going on in the news. I'm not concerned about the leak. I'm concerned that it happened. But there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is not concerned about the leak nothing contemporaneous nobody agrees with that statement from the president nobody so i was watching the abc evening news last night and uh, they played that and they said that being said and then they just went into all the damaging information and what experts are saying about how devastating this is going to be to ukrainian efforts or our relationship with egypt all these different things but the president who i don't think has been told about this story or forgot i mean i (laughs) We did the what's wrong with the president last hour. I don't want to turn it into this hour, too. But that what a wacky thing to say. Well, and if you're just tuning in, the long and short of it was it seems like the president with his family is making one last trip to the old country before he his uh, mental decline becomes so rapid that he can't anymore before he resigns the presidency, before he dies. It definitely had the feeling of that. And he clearly is no longer up to the job. Um And that fits in perfectly with it. Nothing contemporaneous. The entire story is that this is incredibly damaging because of how timely, recent, contemporaneous the leaks are. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of what he said. Read the David Sanger column in the New York Times explaining why this is a bigger deal in many ways than WikiLeaks or Ed Snowden because of the timeliness of it. In the middle of a war, days or weeks before the counteroffensive... That Ukraine is supposed to launch news breaks that they don't have the capability to uh, pull off their air defense much longer. That's a really, really big deal. But for whatever the president, for whatever reason, the president stated the opposite. Well, the reason is he doesn't know what's going on or can't. Some of the more some of the more interesting things that have surfaced are uh, what was described as a a portrait of uh, discord and infighting within the Russian government with the intelligence service uh, accusing the military of. undercounting casualties and lying to them and the people. Um, and, and some of that stuff's barely a month old. Well, I don't know if you watched Tucker Carlson last night, but this is the view from uh, that crowd. These documents reveal that we have U.S. soldiers on the ground fighting Russia. We are at war with Russia. U.S. soldiers are fighting Russian soldiers. This was leaked by this guy, and that's why the government is so desperate to arrest him and stop him what because the he, hell are you talking about because he uh released the truth about the war well they're 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 the part of the leaks was that we have some people there at the capitol helping out in the Kiev embassy stuff ambassador stuff that sort of stuff but nobody's fighting but for whatever reason that got extrapolated by tucker marjorie taylor green and others into 
we are at war. We have people on the ground fighting Russians, and that was exposed. Okay. All right. Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're full up here. Yeah, I don't think that's happening, or at least there's no evidence that's happening. If you have different evidence, feel free to uh, hit us with it. Well, and the crazy thing we do around here, and it's just so nutty, is if we find out that what I just said is wrong, we'll get on the air and tell you, you know what? We're wrong. This is what's going on. We don't grab a narrative and then preach it like a religion beyond all reasonableness. Well, speaking of changing my mind, we got uh, earlier in the week, somebody pointed this out on the text line. Earlier in the week, I said that whoever did this needs to be shot up against the wall, shot, maybe drawn in quarters. Uh, I don't think we draw and quarter people anymore, but uh, I was wondering. How about just draw? Just draw. (laughs) That's no picnic. Okay. A word you're not supposed to use anymore. Um, Shut up. (laughs) And I didn't feel that way. We we need to send a message that, you know, releasing top secret information is treasonous and being a traitor is the death penalty, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know that I feel that way, finding out who this doofus is. Lock him up forever, but I don't know. What do you think? Uh, we we have a couple of uh, emails from listeners who are both uh, quite bright and experienced in uh, matters military and or intelligence who have some comments on that very oh, cool. question. Why don't we do that after the cool. break? Any other comments? Text line 415-295-KFTC. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I've got to tell my story about taking the kids to Arby's last night. It was quite interesting. Really? Uh, number of reasons. They've got the meats. Uh, we're talking about the latest developments on that weird leaker story that did so much damage. I mean, people have almost, well, certainly will die if haven't died already because of these leaks, despite what the president said. Not surprisingly, we received a number of comments on the story via email. If you'd ever like to drop us a line, uh, the address is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. 
Um, this is just general, and I found it very interesting, and we'll get to the idea of justice and what should happen, that sort of thing, in a second. But uh, Am writes, uh, quick note for Jack and all parents regarding Discord. As always, with all platforms, there's porn available on Discord. The difference is it's pretty easy to find, can be super aberrant, but tagged as something else and very poorly age-restricted. You can also chat directly with anyone, not just people you friend or who know you. There are definitely camera girls, catfish girlfriends, scammers, etc., etc., able to reach kids that way. Lastly, it's an app and a website. Don't fall for I don't have the app. Uh, just a heads up. The Internet's a terrible place, and parenting is really, really hard and relentless. Yeah. That's a well, true statement. Any online thing like that is all that stuff that they just explained. So my son and his friends have their own little group like that. People had the thug harmony or whatever. They only allow each other in and nobody else. But if you thug go uh, Shaker Central or whatever, Thug Shaker Central. But if you go talking to uh, randos out there, yeah, all, all of everything of the internet is available. Yeah, my goodness, strange times. Uh, Chuck from Vancouver, Washington writes: At this point, the best action the CIA could take would be to flood the websites with thousands of phony documents. That's a great idea, Chuck. You should work for the CIA. That, Perhaps you already do. <laughs> that is a good idea. Then to the uh, topic we set up uh, last segment, uh, the classified document leaks in the leaker. Uh, first of all, we'll just call this person uh, Dave Anonymous. Um, first of all, the media is only referring to the leaker as Jack Teixeira, which ignores the fact that this young young man joined the military and took an oath. The fact That fact should not be understated. What Airman First Class Teixeira did is 100% contrary to his training. The fact that he has forsaken his oath, compromised our national security, and undoubtedly put lives in danger merely to impress some gaming buddies is tragic and mind-blowing. But he absolutely knew he was breaking the law and needs to be punished harshly. But I'm tired of seeing only our military members doing jail time when mishandling classified uh, information, when we give our politicians a slap on the wrist. Add to that the infantilizing of our youth, and I can't help but feel our society set up Airman First Class Teixeira for failure. Teixeira should be made an example, but if we're really serious about stopping leaks, the very next politician or staffer who leaks classified needs to go to jail. When DC understands that jail time is a real possibility, the leaks will stop. I won't be holding my breath. Dave Anonymous, I really appreciate this note. He says, you got to hammer the guy, but it's tragic for those reasons. Yeah, that's, that's that's a man who sees both sides. I'm back to saying he needs to be drawn and quartered. Then, wow, wow, again, a little year twelve hundred for me. But and then JT writes uh, key takeaways. Number one, our government has chosen to be this incompetent. Security incompetence to this degree is a choice. Why was a part-time twenty-one-year-old and younger soldier allowed to access pretty much every intel secret we have? If literally 5,000 Americans had access to this intel, doesn't it expose our vulnerability to more idiots or simple extortion or unpatriotic anti-American espionage? Clearly, history has shown that the biggest threat to U.S. intelligence is U.S. citizens, and yet we appear to learn zero from all the other past mass intel leaks. Excellent point. Clearly, it's, it's, you can chart it on a graph. The biggest threat to our intelligence is American citizens. People in the military, actually. You got yes. Snowden was in the NSA, Manning and this uh, dude, all, both in the military. So, yeah, turn your attention toward that. Also keep Chinese spies out. But clearly so far, we're doing a good job at that. Not so good at this. 
And then he goes on on that point. You can't tell me that it's cheaper to keep the broken system we've known was broken than it would be to cost to fix the system. How much of our $200 billion investment in Ukraine alone is at risk from this one idiot? How much money will it cost us to smooth over this with allies and others? That's a good point, because much of foreign policy is bribery. It's threatening and bribery. Uh, and so we're going to have to spread out some enormous bribes to keep people on our side. Uh, our side. Um, he also makes the point this leak could be a drop in the bucket. It's been going on for months or years. What other leaks don't we know about? What others like him haven't been caught? Uh, how many others have been turned via simple greed or anti-patriotism or simple extortion? Seems like we're lucky to have discovered this leak. And then finally, America is screwed. There wasn't a single patriot or even a well-raised kid in this whole group, 10, 20, right. who knew that posting top-secret intel was wrong and illegal. Those teens who saw the video of the guy being racist and anti-Semitic, and every one of them still thought he was worth protecting, were screwed. Yeah, when the when the kid was talking about him being the, the the leaker, being a father figure, and how they would dance together online and uh, and uh, go to him with his problems, I thought, do any of you have parents or a dad that could be your father? Dads make great father figures; they really do. I would look there first, but maybe they don't have that. I don't know. Yeah, wow, a guy. I certainly understood what publishing classified documents online meant as a 13-year-old, in spite of the lack of the internet at the time. I could have figured it out. <laughs> if you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. High drive into right center field. This should do it. Would you believe 13-0 to start the year? The Tampa Bay Rays have swept the Boston Red Sox four in a row, and they tie a major league record by starting the new season. 13 wins in a row. That's a ties a major league record? As a longtime Ray fan, that's very exciting. But you, <laughs> you bandwagon jumping <laughs> son of a gun, you. 
yeah, in real life, I was at a uh, meeting last night, and guys were asking each other, hey, the uh, Rays play yet? They play uh, an evening game? Who, did they win? Uh, so people are paying attention. It's fun. I love baseball. So they win one more game, and they've got the best start in the history of Major League Baseball, which has been going on for since the 1800s? Oh, uh, apparently, yeah. I thought the Brewers had won more games than that, but uh, who might argue with the uh, mellifluous-voiced uh, play-by-play guy there? I got to get a hat. I got to get a Tampa Bay Rays hat. I don't know what the logo looks like, but... Uh... I actually went to a couple of Tampa Bay Rays games a year or two ago, um, and I, I, I picked up no swag. What's their logo? It's like a it's a ray, like a uh, a stingray, like a manta ray. Okay. Um, that's I can I can kind of picture it, but it's hard to describe. Um, they play in it's like a, a a warehouse. It's a really weird indoor stadium. It's small. I prefer semi racist logos, whether it's Chiefs or Braves or uh, the Cleveland Indians or Washington Redskins. Those are what, the kind of what logos I like. Possible. Good could come out of you saying what you just said. Random You've fish. You've lost your mind. Random fish don't give me any excitement. <laughs> Apparently, there are quite a few of them in that area. It's not a random fish at all. It's a specific fish. Anyway, uh, the other notable thing about the Tampa Bay Rays games is that you can get coconut shrimp in a waffle cone there. Wow. Yes. Which no I wonder got they're two days in a row. row. Okay. With, with a delightfully sweet and spicy sauce. Mm. <laughs> Hot dog, you rubes. Anyway, here's a new feature. <laughs> rubes. <laughs> here's a feature, and I don't know why I enjoy naming features so much, but here's a, a feature I'm going to call, Where Are You Going? You like that? I like that name. Where are you going? Sure, it could be anything. The stats are out from the Census Bureau about who went where and who <laughs> left where in major metropolitan areas. <laughs> So, thus, where are you going? Where are you going? (laughs) This week's losers and winners. uh, Winners and losers. Nobody says losers and winners. You say winners and... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a brand new feature. It's got a good name. It's got a snappy theme song, and I screwed it up. (laughs) So, uh, what do you want first? Losers? Let's go with losers. Uh, The biggest losses of population to uh, any metropolitan areas, uh, New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago, damn near a three-way tie, uh, looks to be about three-quarters of a percent of their population. San well, Francisco, that, is, almost exactly the same. Is that not the three biggest cities in America, New York, L.A., and Chicago? One, two, and three? And then San Francisco, which at one point I know is the number four radio market in America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. All of them uh, lost a great deal of population. All of them very blue cities. Uh, worth mentioning, I think. Or is it? The big winners. Dallas. Orlando. Orlando? Houston. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Orlando's exploding, they tell me. Um, Dallas, Orlando. Uh, it's a bar graph, so I'm having to scan back and forth. Uh, Tampa, Florida. Speaking of the Rays, my favorite baseball team of all time, featuring such players as uh, the Hispanic guy and uh, the white fella. Anyway, uh, let's see. (laughs) And so you got all those brand new Tampa people wearing their Rays clothes, and they're off to the best start in Major League. It's very exciting for them. Wolfing down their coconut shrimp at the ballpark. Wow. What a lifestyle. (laughs) Then you've got Charlotte. 
Uh, San, oh, San Antonio is actually a little ahead of Charlotte, but then Charlotte, uh, Houston with big gains, Atlanta, uh, Miami. So, you're losers. So three of them are Florida. That's an argument DeSantis can make. You're, you're losers, New York, California, and Illinois. You're winners, Texas, Texas, Georgia, Florida, 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 North Carolina, Texas. Hmm. People are voting with their feets. And you might suggest, well, it's not about politics. It's about economic opportunity. Oh, hang on now. Yeah, hold up. You settle down. <laughs> Clearly, government policy plays a big role in uh, economic, uh, you know, economic not only opportunity, but affordability. Oh, we got this email. Here it is. For once in my life, I knew where something was. Um, from Jim, who moved his family from New Mexico to Ohio. And was shocked at how much less insurance costs in Ohio. And he says we ought to look at it as the cost of lawlessness, which mm. I thought was some really good analysis. Car insurance, way, way less. Um, in Ohio, uh, you have to have insurance. New Mexico is one of those uh, sanctuary states, doesn't enforce uh, insurance laws. Uh, crime, it's a blue, a blue, blue state. Albuquerque's a blue, blue city. Now they're experimenting with letting uh, criminals loose. And that's where it hurts. If you're not directly a victim of crime, you pay the lawlessness tax, in essence. Um, the only gainer in a blue and non-South and West area was Minneapolis-St. Paul, which recorded a small gain after losing residents the year before, which I thought was interesting. Now, there's more than that, more to this than that. I mean, you don't name a feature. Where are you going? And just, and just have a couple of stats. Mm. No, you do the work. There's another interesting article in the Washington Post. Where are all those tech workers going? Silicon Valley exodus is shaking up the landscape. Silicon Valley has reigned for decades as America's innovation capital. And Silicon Valley still ranked first uh, last year in terms of venture capital investments and the number of deals, according to the data from PitchBook, which keeps track of these things. But funding for companies in Miami have nearly quadrupled in the last three years to about five and a half billion dollars. Uh, Austin venture capital investments rose 77% to about $5 billion, with the number of deals jumping almost by a quarter. I'm shocked uh, at how many of my favorite podcasts now are based in Austin. Interesting. Like a whole bunch hmm. of them. Uh, let's see. New York, Seattle, Philadelphia, Chicago, Denver, Houston also saw relatively large increases in investment and deals. Uh, which still pale in comparison to Silicon Valley. Let's be realistic. It did $75 billion in investments across 3,200 deals in tech. So that dwarfs everywhere else. But there is absolutely a trend of an outflow of tech companies and people to other places. Not surprisingly. That's where they're going. It's probably enough of that. Probably. Um, looking at the TV, I'm seeing a promo. It looks like 60 Minutes Sunday night has got their big feature on AI and where it is currently and where it's going. So that could be really good. I'll, I'll definitely catch that. Um, interviewing people from Google and uh, Bill Gates and whatnot. Look forward to AI is spinning out of control. AI is spinning out of control. Yes, it's spinning out of control. 
<laughs> I want to leave time to tell my Arby story coming up, and who wouldn't stick around for an Arby story? Um, but back to the leaker. I just coming across this, wondered what you thought. So some journalists, Glenn Greenwald uh, among them, and I go back and forth on what I think of Glenn Greenwald. Yeah, but, um, yeah, complicated case. There. But makes a pretty interesting point. Since when do our news organizations lead the FBI to leakers? We're supposed to support leakers, not lead the cops to them and make sure they're arrested. Uh, I don't agree with this leaker and what he did, and I don't agree with some of the interpretations of what he leaked, but everybody is in agreement, it would seem, that a lot of it was how bad Ukraine is doing and uh, and Russia is doing, but how Ukraine is like really up against it and is going to run out of air power and all that sort of stuff. How is that significantly different from the Pentagon Papers at the you know toward the end of the Vietnam War that let Americans know we were losing in Vietnam? That our government telling us we were winning was not the truth. So telling me that Ukraine is like in a more precarious situation than we thought. I don't think this guy had any like grand motives like um, no, um, like the Pentagon no, Papers. Uh, well, Ellsberg, you're, you're getting to the answer, sure. Yeah. Ellsberg uh, was trying to let America know that you know we were involved in a war, we were losing, and that we were being lied to. But this guy's letting us know Ukraine's in more dire straits than we thought, and we got a lot of money going over there. So, well, that's one of many, many, many dozens of things that have uh, come to the light from this guy. He is not a whistleblower seeking to uh, disclose wrongdoing. He he's an a hole letting loose the secrets of the country to impress people. It's fundamentally different. I mean, the fact that within the uh, the uh, uh, haystack of national secrets he put out, there happened to be wow, that's interesting, and maybe we should have known that. That's not surprising, but no, he's not a whistleblower in any way. I came across a great. I mean, Glenn Greenwald. You could rephrase his point. Is a well, what he said, his point to uh, anybody who discloses uh, national secrets should be uh, hailed as a hero mm. by the media. You're right. That's a good way to look at it. Because Glenn Green- Greenwald is brilliant, and and he's written some stuff that I think is very important and very insightful. But somebody I trust and respect a great deal said to me, Greenwald's been on the Kremlin's payroll for ages. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, uh, culture Wars. Uh, got uh, came across a great tip on don't don't be don't be pulled into their narrative on culture wars. Maybe we can get to that in hour three. I thought that was really really good. Um, yeah, I love that topic. I want to talk about Arby's and a bunch of other stuff coming up next. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The fast food chain Arby's announced yesterday that it will add a hamburger to its menu for the first time in its history. But people don't go to Arby's because they want a burger. They go there because everything else is closed. Mm. Authorities in Minnesota recently arrested a man on suspicion of drunk driving after he allegedly fell asleep in an Arby's drive-thru. It's the rare occasion where drunk driving may have saved someone's life. Oh, what? What? We've never understood why the Arby's hate exists out there. As uh, I was just talking to a young person in the newsroom, said they've never eaten at an Arby's, and they've kind of just taken in what Arby's is from the late-night jokes and decided that's no place to eat. But uh, I said, well, I actually feel like Arby's is, like, the best of the fast food. They said, well, that's a controversial take. Anyway, um... I, uh, my, my biggest failure currently as a parent is feeding my children. That's, that's where I'm doing the, the worst job. Now that I'm a single parent, I'm, I'm just not good at it. And we rely on fast food way too often. And that's not good. And I got to get that under control. And HelloFresh is one way to do it. But, um, to give you an idea how fancy we are. At my household, I was holding out going to Arby's as like a lure to get them to do things. So so they had been good for a couple of days and done a couple of things. And the payoff, the gift, the prize at the end is going to Arby's. So, For the record, I love their sandwiches. Sure. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah, okay, so there's three of us yeah. who have actually eaten there who think they're... I, I would eat an Arby's burger before McDonald's or Burger King any day of the week. But anyway, this isn't about that. And by the way, I'm not trying to do to Arby's what Fox did to Dominion Voting. I'm a fan of Arby's before <laughs> I tell this story. But uh, so one kid had flag football practice last night. The other one's at the skateboard park. We're busy running around, blah, blah, blah. It's getting later. Got to eat. School day, blah. So we go to Arby's. And uh, I just thought it was interesting. We get there prime dinner time. It's like 645, 7 o'clock. I didn't know if it was open. I said, oh, I don't know if it's open. Not a single car. I took a picture and I posted it on the Twitter. You can see the pictures. Not a car in the parking lot, not a car in the drive-thru, not a human on the inside. So I took a picture on the outside and the inside and tweeted them out. It's as if I'd broken into a closed Arby's. Wow. Wow. That's that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, They're they're more an early dining place. An early dinner. Gavin Newsom probably had an early dinner. At Arby's. As I tweeted out, look at this picture. Not a single person inside. Like they said on Saturday Night Live, this is a for-profit business, right? (laughs) 
when they were talking about, we've got the meats, 10 delicious sandwiches for $5. Where are you getting that roast beef? How is it so cheap? And that Saturday Night Live mocking of Arby's in which they ask the low voice guys, how many Arby's sandwiches do you think you get from a cow? I don't know, a million? <laughs> Why is it so cheap? Uh, uh, but so, You remind me of how sad I used to get when my kids were uh, little, when they were kids. Uh, they all loved um, uh, Panda Express. So, so we'd go to Panda Express, and two doors, and, and there was a line out the door, always a line out the door. Two doors down, there was a Japanese place, empty, always empty. I saw a couple <laughs> people in there once. And I got to believe that owner whose dreams were going up in smoke thought, damn, bet on the wrong Asian uh, nation. So I walk into the Arby's. There's one guy. He's got headphones on mopping in the back. He's got to do something, I imagine, because there's nobody there. There's no there's no reason to make any food at dinner time. And uh, then some other woman eventually comes out of nowhere. She was in the back room looking at TikTok or something, I'm sure. And very friendly. Everybody is super friendly and everything. I got what she, uh, we order and we get a couple of uh, beef and cheddars. That's my favorite sandwich there and uh, loaded tots and some other things and everything like it's, that. It's okay. beefs and cheddar, isn't it? <laughs> Then we go sit down, wait for our food. They call our number. Hilarious. We're the only people there. And we walk up and uh, and uh, and I get the food and we go. Number 432. 432. Hey, that's me. Yeah, um, that's that's me. <laughs> so Hilarious. We get the sandwiches. We want. I told the kids, sit wherever you want. And uh, we pick the booth and we sit there and uh, we open up the sandwiches and the two beef and cheddars have no cheddar on them. Well, the cheddar is the really the key to the beef and cheddar. So I said, you know, I was a little disappointed that with no customers there, not a lot of pressure on them that they didn't get it right. But I go back up there with my my beeves and say, hey, there's no cheddar on our beef and cheddar. Oh, I'm sorry. So do you want us to make completely new ones or just uh, give you a cheddar in a cup? And I said, a cheddar in a cup is probably fine. I didn't want to wait for whole new sandwiches. So anyway, they, she says it to the guy who's cooking back there, and he gets out this thing that looks like the mustard bottle. How much time do I have, Michael? Because I want to make sure I don't run out of time. It looks like the mustard bottle at a restaurant, and that's what they keep the cheese in. And the cheese, if you've never mm. eaten there, is kind mm. of an orange. It's not the color of cheese. It's it's kind mm-hmm. of orange. But anyway, he's trying to squeeze the cheese out of this thing into some cups, and he keeps shaking it and getting a little to come out. Let get a little to come out. He says, it's empty. And she says, ah. Oh. And so she walks around to the other side and gets out what is like a clear giant trash bag full of this orange cheese out from underneath the counter and brings it around to refill the container. And it's got a nozzle on it that she can't get open. The nozzle on it is like the thing they have on a kiddie pool, you know, to blow up a kiddie pool. That's like the nozzle on this giant bag it must have been 30 pounds of cheese that she hefted up on there and she's looking a little like the runoff from chernobyl (laughs) and she's trying to wrestle this thing and she's got it under one arm and she's trying to get the nozzle open and everything like that the cheese and it did like not a look woman ap- fighting a bagpipe. And I yeah, and I like Arby's, but it did not look appetizing in that setting. You mean she, the cheese nozzle? <laughs> the cheese nozzle. She finally got the cheese nozzle open, filled up the containers, they filled up our cups. We take it back, we put it on our sandwiches and eat them that way. And it wasn't as good and it didn't have the Arby sauce and whatever. It was a little disappointing. As the only customers, and nobody else came in the whole time we were there either. It's not like anybody showed up, like we beat the crowd or anything. We left. I said, I actually like, you know, like if you left a little mom and pop restaurant when we left, I said, thanks. They said, thank you. Wow. I don't usually say thanks to the cooks at McDonald's or whatever because they're too busy. But uh, we're the only people in the building. You know, I'm picturing the 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 
quote-unquote cook who sounds like maybe a future member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, if you know what I'm saying. He hasn't made a sandwich in an hour. And he's right. sitting there. All right, they ordered the uh, the beef and cheddar. The beef's on there. Oh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, I got that feeling like I'm forgetting something. Well, maybe not. I'll just send it out front. It's <laughs> right in the name. If this woman wasn't so nice, I might have videoed the her wrestling the bag of cheese because that was <laughs> really a spectacle. Woman v. Cheese. You're going viral. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what to look out for in culture wars so you don't get taken advantage of, among other things, coming up. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. You look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Also, why you should not give your pronouns. Speaking of culture mm. wars, that and much, much more. Hope you can stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.